0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And, you know, part of the great thing of being part of KSL News Radio is just opportunities to be involved in conversations where you learn things. And you know that I love new insight, new thinking, new strategy. And had the opportunity yesterday to be part of a conversation with Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce, uh, talking about a lot of the good things that are going on in the state of Utah, but more importantly, projecting ahead of how do we sustain this level of excellence? How do we ensure opportunity and success for the future. And as part of that conversation, uh, we were joined by Ginger Chin, uh, who is the vice president of public policy at the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. She may be uh, recognizable to many of you. I spent time up on Utah's Capitol Hill in the governor's office of economic development. And uh, Ginger joins us on the line. Ginger, thanks for coming back for uh, a second bite at the apple.
2: Hey, thanks, boys, for having me. I'm happy to be here.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. It was a great conversation yesterday, and we had many uh, of the chamber business leaders uh, tuning in. Uh, Great conversation with uh, Art Raymond and uh, Holly Richardson. And, uh, you know, as we went through that conversation in terms of what was going well in terms of the state, uh, but also looking at how do we how do we keep this train running? How do we keep this success going? And I wanted to get your take for our listeners today in terms of some of the policy things uh, or some of the areas that we should be looking at to make sure we can sustain this level of success for the future.
2: Yes. Yesterday, I think we really touched on one key initiative, and that is growth in our state. Our state is growing by leaps and bounds, and our population is expected to double. So with growth comes some a lot of opportunities, but a lot of challenges. And so in terms of public policy, we're looking at opportunities to help our business community through that growth. You know, you can have growth by choice or growth by chance, and we want to do growth by choice. And so a lot of the policy that we're looking at through our, our business community is how do we help these businesses through growth by choice?
1: Uh, that choice is so critical and that strategic look at that is is so vital it was interesting uh, we we talked about the fact that the uh the inland port made a, an announcement this past week in terms of uh having an agreement with the port of Oakland uh, there was an interesting uh, piece today by Levar Webb on Utah policy uh talking about how the inland port uh, could also be strategic in terms of of relieving some of that pressure you're talking about especially when it comes uh to the global supply chain
2: Yeah, absolutely. So that agreement with the Utah Inland Port that was announced on Utah policy is talking about the first port of call. So Oakland, uh, the Port of Oakland has now started to work with some uh, shipping lines on the first port of call, which could actually bring goods right directly into Salt Lake City and be dispersed from there. And that would eliminate a lot of the congestion on the West Coast port. So that was a big move and that was a strategic move for the state of Utah.
1: Yeah. And again, uh, alleviating, we we saw all the pressures that can come very rapidly when the supply chain uh, gets disrupted. And uh, having Utah as a strategic player in that, I think, is uh, is definitely good for that future. I wanted to get to one other area uh, with you, Ginger, and that was uh, in our conversation, you talked about these areas of, of growth and the opportunities and the challenges. And while we were talking about, you know, jobs are good, upward mobility is good, but we do have people who are Kind of floundering and stuck maybe on those lower rungs uh, in terms of uh, jobs and opportunities, what do we need to do uh, in terms of state policy uh, to help those that are still kind of struggling at the at the bottom rungs of the, of the ladder?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Workforce remains a challenge for us, and we have more jobs than we have people. So one of the things that we have been focusing in on is partnering with the lieutenant governor's office on the returnship opportunity. You know, we have a lot of um, moms who've been in the um, out of the workforce. We have some reskilling to do. So how do we work with these with these um, our academic uh, professionals and our workforce professionals on bringing these folks back into the workforce?
1: Yeah, and that's a such a vital thing. And we did talk about uh, a little bit as well in terms of the the pandemic and the, the impact. And while Utah has been able to weather it far better than uh, just about anywhere else in the country, uh, we did have some, some negative hits to be sure. And I think uh, women in the workforce in particular uh, felt they, they lost a year or kind of were on that pause button. Uh, you mentioned this initiative to kind of upscale and upskill. Uh, what are some of the other things that we should be watching uh, in terms of the labor force?
2: So in terms of labor force, is you know I think there's we have a huge opportunity to partner with our business community on uh, reskilling, um, internship, and then maybe rethinking their hiring strategies. You know how do we you know I think the in the past the big credential was a bachelor's degree. I think that's a thing of the past. So how do we start looking at certificate programs and getting getting people into the workforce faster and and in a more um, maybe I don't want to say cheaper, but a, a more financially efficient way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great insight. And uh, Ginger, I know you've got uh, uh, another thing to hit real quick, so we're going to let you go, but we're going to have you come back. Uh, appreciate your approach to all of this and uh, congratulations. Uh, newly, fairly newly minted anyway, Vice President of Public Policy for the Salt Lake Chamber uh, of Commerce. Ginger Chin uh, joins us and uh, really appreciate your perspective and look forward to having you back soon.
2: Always. Thank you, Boyd.
1: All right. Again, that's uh, Ginger Chin from the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. Uh, a great conversation yesterday uh, with a, a host of of really smart people uh, where it gave me an opportunity to think through what is going on in the state of Utah, what's working, how, how we've been able to manage well through the pandemic and come out uh, somewhat on the other side, ready for more growth, more opportunity, more opportunities for Utah to lead not just as a, a really nice crossroads to the West, but really and literally as a crossroads to the world, as we talked about with the inland port and the new airport online, uh, so many things that are going well there. And it's important for us as we go through that, as we look at all of those things that we also keep in mind, uh, we do have some problems to fix and, and uh, the accolades are great. It's always nice when uh, you fall at number one. Uh, at something, But we talked about this uh, uh, as part of this panel discussion yesterday with the Salt Lake Chamber, that the, the most dangerous day in the life of any organization uh, is the day they hit number one. It's the day they have success. It's so easy to rest on your laurels. It's so easy to get comfortable. It's so easy to believe your own press clippings. And as a state, we have to continue to be strategic. We've got to look ahead. What does the next decade look like? What does the decade after that look like? And what are we doing today to prepare for that and making sure that uh, the governor's office, that the legislature, that they're thinking strategically so we have the right infrastructure, we have the right uh, patterns in place, we have the right strengthening of our communities uh, so that we can continue to thrive, continue to succeed, and make sure our kids get the opportunity uh, to do it right here in the state of Utah as well. We'll we'll export plenty of talented young people around the planet, and we want to make sure they have a place to come back to as well. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to check in on the infrastructure bill. I think we've narrowed the gap between President Biden and Senate Republicans. We're now only about eh, $700 billion apart. Find out how we bridge that coming up next.
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.